0: Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
1: So, off of yesterday's show, you know, the more I think about it, we talked about this just a little while ago on SNY, actually, not a little while ago, now a couple hours ago. On SNY. And you look ahead to championship weekend, of course. look at And we'll do more on that tomorrow as far as predicting the games and breaking down each matchup and all that fun. On what is really the final football Sunday of the year, sadly, with just three games left. And, of course, Super Bowl Sunday being one of them. This is basically it. The, the last two games before the glorified exhibition. But you look around here. And what was, for the most part, a good football season. In New York, both teams exceeded expectations. I know the way the Jets started left you disappointed because they didn't finish it off and get to the postseason. Obviously, we know the Giants by now. They made the postseason win a game, even though they got embarrassed by Philadelphia. Still a success by all measures. And you look to the championship Sunday games, and you see how those teams were built how they got there. And I thought it was... Uh, it might have been Micah Parsons actually had an interesting tweet where you look at you know the, all the quarterbacks there except Mahomes are on rookie deals and then the team obviously built pieces around them. We focus so much on the quarterback and I'm going to get into that in a second. But look at these teams and think, okay, well, it was a successful season in New York with both the Jets and the Giants, but what do we need to do to get there? And sometimes there's not much you can do in the short term or in the immediacy to be able to get there. Joe Burrow, you know, the and the way the Bengals were built, and I know the Bills GM has taken some flack for the way that he said, which I didn't think was a big deal. It was just stating facts, the way that they were built. They bottomed out a couple of times. They had a couple of top draft picks. They were able to rebuild it back up, and now they're good to go. On the cusp of another Super Bowl appearance. Kansas City with Andy Reid, obviously, the way that he's built that thing and being smart and interchangeable pieces and, you know, has the found drafted the right quarterback, developed him properly, have him under the right contract. Even though he's getting big money, it's still, you know, they're still able to go out there and do other things with their team. You look what the Eagles did. Even though they had Carson Wentz, they had to have the foresight to realize, hey, you know what? He's not the answer. Jalen Hurts, we like this kid. We can make him into something here. And they did. And building in the trenches, something that we talk about, build inside out all the time, right? That's how I would build a football team. You gotta do it. And they were able to do that. The 49ers, John Lynch, Kyle Shanahan building a team up. This is not, these teams are not flukes. This is and it's also not just one or two players. It's also not just, hey, look at the quarterback, look at the skill position players. These are well built, well constructed football teams. So how do the Jets and Giants get to that level in the near future? And while you may look at the Giants and say, yeah, well, they got to the division around, they're right there. They're really not, right? We saw the disparity. And now they have their own issues where Daniel Jones, by many accounts, is going to get over $35 million. I know Fleegs and I still have that over-under bet. I say under $35 million per year. Fleegs says over $35 million per year. And... They're going to have to pay Daniel Jones one way or another, whatever it may be, and then figure out how they're going to build the rest of the team. The Giants are actually further away. I know the NFC is weaker, and I know the Giants are in the postseason, and they won a game. They are actually further away from being a legitimate Super Bowl contender than the Jets are. Now, the Jets have their own issues. They're playing in a much tougher conference. And they didn't make the postseason, Collapse at the end of the year, questions about the head coach, and they don't have a quarterback. However, the foundation that we were talking about with the other teams, with the Championship Sunday competitors, the foundation is there for the Jets, where they have a stud running back, have a stud receiver, have an offensive line that if they can get healthy – and maybe tweak it a bit, they can be a top offensive line. They have a defense that was a very good defense and can be even better moving forward. All the pieces are in place. They need the quarterback. And that guy's out there. We talked about it the majority of the show yesterday. We're going to continue talking about it, and it might take a while for the process with Aaron Rodgers to play itself out. And I'm not sure the Jets are going to make a move without knowing what Rodgers is going to do, right? Like, why would you go get Derek Carr if Aaron Rodgers is still in limbo? So it may take a little bit to figure this out, but the target clearly has to be Aaron Rodgers. And it at least puts the Jets in the conversation to have a team that can compete to be playing on championship Sunday. It would, I don't want to say complete this team totally, but it fills the biggest void and there's no other option. And it's nice to hear Woody say that he's going to be able to go out there and spend the money on Rodgers. Not worried about that. I do have confidence that the Jets organization would give up the draft picks. No problem to get a quarterback like Aaron Rodgers. I would not be concerned about Zach Wilson or the development. Joe Douglas could talk about, you know, not wanting to throw away an asset, nor should they. You can still value the asset, but also try to put the best team together. But the point is, if they do that, you know, we know what the Giants are going to be with Daniel Jones back, and they're going to have to add some pieces, whether it's wide receiver or just trying to build that team up. They have ways to go before they get to the talent level of a team like even the Jets, believe it or not. So if the Jets can take advantage of a team that has Garrett Wilson on a rookie contract, you know, obviously next year would be year two, that has Breeze Hall, that has Sauce, you know, their defense, you would think could only get better and should only get better under another year of Robert Sala. Here, a very young team. This is beyond a no-brainer. I thought it was a no-brainer yesterday. The more I thought about it, you know, I went home, got some sleep, woke up, um, you know, rest, took a little relaxation period for, I don't know, about five minutes before I was helping my wife out or trying to anyway and getting ready for work. Anyway, the more I thought about it, the more this has to happen. Woody Johnson, Joe Douglas have to make it happen. Now, there are going to be hurdles here. And the biggest of which may be trying to convince Aaron Rodgers to come to New York. I'm not so sure he doesn't like New York. I don't know his feelings on New York. Maybe he's a guy who we perceive to be uh, somebody that doesn't want to play here, doesn't want to deal with the pressure of the media. Maybe it's the opposite. Maybe he's so aloof, he just doesn't give a crap. He doesn't care what anybody thinks. He's going to be him no matter what. Maybe he'll like the challenge of coming to a town that all we care about is winning. Uh, I don't know. We'll find out. But they, the Jets, have to make sure they do whatever they can do to put themselves in position to be the most desirable spot for Aaron Rodgers. Whether that means hiring Nathaniel Hackett, even if you take that chance and fail, they have to do it. Because there's no other way. Any other option is not going to be good enough. So they need to put themselves in position and then they need to somehow convince Aaron Rodgers that this is the spot for him. Now, they should be the front runners here because you look at the landscape of the AFC, and and obviously we talk about the AFC only with Rodgers because if the Packers do trade him. By the way, if the Packers trade him, they take a 40, is it 40 million or 30 million? They have a major dead cap hit. So it's not like they're saving money. It would just be that they're tired of dealing with Rodgers and are ready to move on for Jordan Love. So there's still a chance that things get worked out in Green Bay. And Rodgers is, you know, he knows that he's going to have to take a pay cut. In all likelihood, he's not going to be getting paid $60 bucks a year. But they're going to figure out first, the Packers, what they want to do with Rodgers. And in the event that they do decide to trade him, I mean, you think he's going to the Raiders? You think the Raiders are a better fit? And I'll, I'll take it a step further. If I'm Josh McDaniels, I don't want Aaron Rodgers because this is this guy's last chance to build an organization from the bottom up his way. This is it. He failed in Denver. This is the second opportunity after waiting a very long time. This is the spot. Now he's got to make it work. And Rodgers is a quick fix. And that team is not in the same spot as the Jets. The Jets are better in the other areas. They're better defensively. Raiders are basically in, you know, going into year two of a rebuild. Jets at least a year ahead of that. So there's not plug and play, throwing in Rodgers and go out there and compete for a Super Bowl. Matter of fact, if I'm the Raiders, I also look in within that own division and say, hey, we're not trying for a quick fix here. We want to build this thing sustainable the right way so we could compete with Herbert, with Mahomes moving forward. What about the Titans? You think the Titans are in a better spot than the Jets? Is that a certainty? They may be in a weaker division. But I don't think the Titans are a guarantee. I mean, it's an appealing spot. And, you know, as far as Vrabel, as far as their the success that they've had in recent years, sure. But they are on the decline. And it's not just because of the poor quarterback play. Now, Rodgers would elevate them, sure, but I, I just think it's different. New York, the Jets, it's the perfect fit. It started out to me, you know, we talked about this a few weeks back and it started to come up and there were rumors about it. It was like, yeah, okay, like Aaron Rodgers is ever going to choose the Jets. Or like, yeah, okay, like realistically that's ever going to happen. And then all of a sudden it started to feel like a realistic possibility and it really hit me. Once the announcement came out that the Packers would only trade him to the AFC, because there are so many other options, there are so many quarterback-less teams in the NFC. Once you narrow it down to the AFC, all signs are pointing toward the Jets. And I think you'll know based on if they hire Nathaniel Hackett or not. Because Rodgers wants to, he's not going to want to come to the Jets with a no-name, different, un, you know, unknown and unknown to him offensive coordinator. He's going to want some familiarity. He's going to want to be with a coach that he trusts. And the understanding was that Nathaniel Hackett was hired by Denver to lure Aaron Rodgers there. Obviously, it didn't work out, and neither did the actual hire of Nathaniel Hackett. So if the Jets, as much of a buffoon as I think Hackett was as a head coach, if the Jets want to lure Aaron Rodgers, they have to be the suckers in this spot and hire Nathaniel Hackett and convince him to take this job. Because I'm not so sure Nathaniel Hackett would even want it. I mean, if he knew Rodgers were coming along with him, different story. But I'm not sure he would want it if he didn't know that. And if you're Hackett and you get offered the job, you take it. None of this sitting around and waiting because, you know, you're not ready to get back in the game. Nonsense. Go be a coach. That's what you do. Do it and do it confidently. Otherwise, he's worthless. If he's afraid to come back and coach, you know, off of a disastrous head coaching stand, then what good is he anyway? But that's the dream. And until the dream dies officially, I think we need to keep Counting that drum. Jets have to get Aaron Rodgers. It takes them to another level. The highest of levels possibly in the AFC. You get Rodgers, you're in the conversation. I don't think anybody, including Justin Herbert and the Chargers, it's not just about the quarterback. I don't think, including the Ravens and Lamar Jackson, Josh Allen and the Bills, you name it, Tua and the Dolphins, I don't think anybody is on the level of the Chiefs and the Bengals. Those are clearly the two premier teams, and there are no signs that those teams are going anywhere anytime soon. We could be seeing dynasties with both those teams, at least in the AFC. But if you get Aaron Rodgers, you've at least got a shot, and that is their only way. Eight seven seven We'll get into some baseball stuff. Andy Martino had a very interesting column For SNY.TV yesterday talking about Shohei Otani and his possible free agency or the possibilities of him getting traded. We could get into that as well, whether it's both for the Mets and the Yankees. Yankees left field situation and what they could do there. Plenty to get to. You want to talk a little hoops? Ben Simmons and uh, Mr. Softy. I mean, we knew Ben Simmons was a joke. Everybody's surprised at that now. Come on. Uh, We could get into Ben Simmons and the Nets. We could get into the Knicks, who are now about to take on, you know, a a tough run here. Matter of fact, be taking on those Nets on Saturday.
0: You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy,